Thank you for downloading the Barbecue Central Show. Maybe you're listening to this now because you missed the live version Tuesdays from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Show is brought to you by these sponsors, which I am extremely grateful for. The Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic temperature control devices. Their website, thebbqguru.com. Big Papa Smokers, creators of some of the best rubs out there and retailer of many different grills and barbecue products. Their website, bigpapasmokers.com. Butcher's Barbecue, creators of injections, rubs, and seasonings. Their website, butchersbbq.com. Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. And their website is greenmountaingrills.com. Also by Cookshack, some of the best industrial electric smokers out there today. Also pellet cookers as well. Their website is cookshack.com. Cookinpellets.com. If you want to fire those pellet cookers that I just talked about, visit cookinpellets.com to buy your pellets right now. Also by the Chops Power Injector. Forget about using one needle to inject your meats. The Chops Power Injector system has four needles for your injecting pleasure. You can visit them at barbecuekansascity.com. That's B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E, KansasCity.com. And by the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour, you can visit kcbs.us slash samstour for results, to register your team, or to see where the next event will be taking place. And by Pit Barrel Cooker, one of the most unique and efficient cookers out there in the market right now. Visit their website at pitbarrelcooker.com. And by Unknown Barbecue Accessories. You can visit them at unknownbbq.com slash shop. Hello, everybody. This is Gary Bay, Nerd Chuck, host of Wine Library TV, a.k.a. WLTV. And this is BBQ Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening, and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. And boy, oh boy, we are now at the very precipice of ushering in 2017. And as I have said time and time and time again, 2016 is rapidly coming to a close. Of course, no better, no easier way to find that out. Then by jaunting over to next uh, this coming Sunday when we will have a brand new year. That's right. So, 
With that being said, if you want to get in contact with the show this evening, this is how you do it. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Here's what's coming up in case you didn't get the newsletter at 914. He is a monthly contributor to this show. And the keeper of the flame at AmazingRibs.com, Max Good, joins us. At 9.35, we're going to be doing the Giving Thanks segment, which means basically that uh, I'm going to be kind of uh, handing out my thank yous to folks that have benefited the show, helped the show, contributed to the show, done something with the show in some form or fashion as everybody does on all of their thank you speeches, even the most staunch celebrity. I will forget somebody. I won't say somebody that I probably should. So I apologize in advance for not saying your name if you think I should say your name, but I will end with the caveat. Of course, anybody else I should be thanking, but I forget. I thank you as well, and that pretty much just blanket covers everybody else. That's going to be the first hour. And then in the second hour... At 10-14-2016, KCBS Team of the Year, Porky Butts Barbecue, Blaine Hunter is in. I don't look at you. And at 10-35, we'll take a look back at what was in the 2016 Barbecue Central Ship. Hey, how about that? So, we have a jam-packed show if you want to jump in on the show tonight. I would say the 935 segment certainly a shot if you feel the need. I don't I'm not telling you you have to. You certainly don't. You can sit back, relax and enjoy the show for what it is. A fun and frivolous yet entertaining look at the industry of barbecue and grilling as a whole. And at 1035 that is a good shot to get in if you feel the need to call in on the show as well. 216-220-0966, Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. So where I I saw Chad was on remote. Where was Chad Ward Whiskey Bend Barbecue remoting in from? I'm interested in that. While you're regaling me of where Chad was on location from, also let everybody know that the show is on and it's happening. The Facebook is here, OutdoorCookingChannel.com, the longtime syndication partner of the show. You can get the live video feed there. You can also find me at TuneInRadio.com. You can find me live on my website. Certainly a number of different ways to consume the show live. And if you've never, if you've never consumed the show live, might I suggest that this coming year be the year that you have made your commitment the resolution, not losing weight, not not drinking anymore, not not doing as much cocaine as you did this uh, last year. <laughs> nothing like nothing crazy like that. But resolve in the new year if you've never watched the show live before. And as I've said time and time again, the numbers prove out the vast majority of people are watching the show at their convenience, not even watching the show, they are downloading the Audible-only show on iTunes, on Google Play Music, whatever MP3 situation you have going on. The vast majority, and I'm talking 95 96% of people, 
are getting this show on an audio on an audio only basis. They don't need to see me. They don't need to see you. They don't see my guests. They just want to hear it. They really like old school radio done in a barbecue way. That's what I'm trying to bring here. I've just kind of evolved over the time with video and wood paneling in the basement and live news and control room studios. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to advance with the times, not get lost in the archaic world of podcasting. So make the resolution to watch the show one time. All I ask is one time next year, starting next Tuesday, jump in and see what's happening on the live. See what you're up to. See what's going on in the chat room. There's a there's a whole nother show going on in the chat room that you wouldn't believe. I'm begging you to go ahead and check it out. Now, roll call for Christmas slash Hanukkah and all the other holiday situations. What was your best holiday gift this past weekend? Was it a cooker? Was it a knife? Was it a thermometer? Was it a remote thermometer? Was it all of that? Was it spending time with family and friends? Gift-wise for me... And I have been talking about getting one of these probably since I got my new car, which I bought used. But it's going on, I think, three years now. I, in the mean streets of Cleveland, Ohio, where the weather can be 60 degrees, sorry, 63 degrees as it was yesterday, 24 hours later, we're right back down to 31 degrees today with a high. I need, but in the summers, it's brutal. Very uh, humid and hot. Face of the sun, man. I need a remote car starter. So my wife got me remote car starter, my best gift. Hands down, my best gift. Love it. Diane Me got knives. I saw, if I'm not mistaken, and Tim Shop is in the chat room this evening. Shout out to Tim. You might hear his name a little bit later on in the show. But Tim got uh, Cleveland Cuts custom steel forged knives, which I have one, by the way. Tim, I don't want to say I'm a big shot, but I'm personal friends with D. Coker. That's right. I am. Also, there was somebody else that got a Cleveland Cuts custom set of knives and a great wood block to store them in. Very nice. I think you're going to be pretty happy with those knives. Tim, with the upcoming 2017 season, getting ready to kick off for you pretty pretty quickly, if I'm not mistaken, right, Tim? We got frozen bones or frozen frozen breasts or something along those lines. That's going to be coming up pretty quickly. Blake Moody, Diane, I got a new knife bag and a slicer blade, so knives look to be pretty popular this year. That's right. That was a uh, barbecuesuperstore.com gift. Uh, Doug Shining, kitchen shears, and Cubs World Series hat. Half of that's a really good gift. Make your own conclusions on which half is a really good gift, said the host from Cleveland. So, yeah, I hope you had a great Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, and getting ready for, I hope, a very safe New Year's weekend coming up here shortly. Yeah, here's another one. Dr. Evil Barbecue has a knife as well. Patrick Paquette, not one barbecue-related gift for him. How about that?
You know what that means, Patrick? You have enough already. Who needs it? 216-220-0966 if you want to jump in. Greg at the BBQ com as well. If you want to jump in via the email, I'm more than happy to have you there. Dr. Evil Barbecue also had sashimi for Christmas. I've never had sashimi. Never. I think we've come to find out a lot about me on this show when it comes to my adventurous palate. Uh, it doesn't seem to be so adventurous once we take further looks. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the longest-running sponsor of the show located in Warminster, Pennsylvania. Of course, you know I'm talking about the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you've been looking for automatic temperature control devices, this is the place to go. Why are you going to buy from anyone else? They are the creators of this technology. If you're not familiar with how these little beauties work, I'm not going to get into the minutiae. But imagine a product that lets you set your pit temperature and once set, keeps it running at that temperature all the way through the cook. Sound too good to be true? It's not. It's real life. You can take advantage of this technology right today, especially if you didn't get any this past weekend. Because maybe, just maybe, you're a busy working professional or perhaps you're constantly on the run with kids doing errands. And quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around and tend pit temperatures. I get it. The Barbecue Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs, or all of it. And you can take off and do whatever it is you need to get done. The Guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at. we got a bunch of different models to choose from. Bob Trudnack will be on towards the end of next month to go over all of the new and updated products as well. Two to tell you about here, CyberQ Wi-Fi, tearing it up on the competition circuit. However, very popular... With the Backyard Warriors as well, especially if you want to run multiple pits off of one unit or maybe you want to take multiple internal temperature readings of your meat. You can hook up your smart device and check it all out right from there. You can make pit adjustments. If you're cooking too fast, you can ramp the pit down. If you need to hum it up a little bit, you can ramp it up right there from your phone or your laptop, computer, tablet, whatever. The other side of that, the Party Q for about 130 bucks. It's a self-contained unit, runs on AA batteries, and you can put it from one cooker to the next cooker to the next. Sets in five-degree increments. It's like the cruise control of barbecue pit, pit, automatic pit temperature control them. Maybe that's what I should say. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to thebbqguru.com and check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly, 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. 800-288-GURU or thebbqguru.com. The Barbecue Guru continues to be, be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Max Good coming up out of the break with a top 10 or so or his best of 2016. Let's say it like that. We're back right after this. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. 
Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills, manufacturers of some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you are looking for something that cooks really a lot of meat, they got one for you. Medium size amount? Sure. Got you covered there, too. How about tailgate size? Why not? They got a small one, too. And, most importantly, they can provide pellets to fire those cookers as well. Check them out at GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. All right. Joining me now, the fourth Tuesday of the month regular guest and the keeper of the flame over at AmazingRibs.com. It is none other than Max Good. Max, how are you, buddy? Going all right. Happy holidays, Greg. Happy holidays to you, Max. Um, Was your past weekend as uh, fruitful as you were hoping? Yeah, yeah. I had a great time with the family. Uh, What can I say? We're... I'm a lucky guy, Greg. Do I you, hope you had as much fun as I did. did do you have a uh, a top-line gift that you were really hoping for? As the keeper of the flame, one would probably ascertain <laughs> that you really get to get your hands on stuff that people are hoping all year to get one of. So uh, holding that aside, did, were you hoping for something that you eventually got? Well, you know, I, I guess in my old age, my wife and I, we really don't give each other gifts anymore. I mean, it's like we, we have one bank account. We get what we want, you know, and uh, then the kids are, are getting older now, so they just want money, um, you know. And the, lucky me, you know, all the manufacturers are banging my door down saying, please, please test this new thing we got. Yeah. Hard to uh, hard to complain, no doubt about it. Max Good joining me here on the show. So tonight, Max, I thought we would maybe do a little bit of a look back on what you thought was kind of best or hot or buzzing around 2016. And I think one of the things that we keep coming back to, uh, certainly here on this show, but you still see stuff on the internet from you know all the way back in I believe March when it rolled out was mm-hmm. that uh, Weber Summit charcoal grill. Um, and we've talked, even, I think even uh, last month we had talked a little bit about where the success was with it. Is it a ceramic killer, things of this nature? Um, I, I think I still want to get one, though, in the, in the broad scheme of things. They are wonderful. Um, I know when we last touched on them, you said, are they really trying to go after the right. ceramic market? Right. And I, I really think they are. That was one of their main plans. Um we get people that go, oh, this is junk. Ceramic is better. This is just metal, double-layered metal, but it's still metal. I, my ceramics is I, – I, I can't argue that a heavy ceramic is going to hold heat, in a, particularly if you're in a cold environment. And if you're up in Canada, or, you know, it's an issue for you. But if you're only going to have one device on your deck – this thing covers a lot of bases, and it's an excellent grill in addition to being an excellent smoker. Um, so, I, you know, I, it ain't cheap, but it sure is nice. All right, so uh, that's the Summit Charcoal Grill. And uh, another charcoal grill that you thought was kind of worth 2016 to bring up again here at the year-end show is the Charbroil Kettleman True Infrared 22.5-inch Charcoal Grill. And I guess... You know, what I thought was most interesting about this, not necessarily that somebody's trying to compete with a Weber kettle, but they were billing this as infrared. You don't, that's something you usually see on a gas grill, per se, or a gas grill. They're making infrared, but not necessarily on a charcoal grill. Well, I was skeptical of it at first uh, because charcoal is infrared heat. 
but of course, as it as the heat rises up into the kettle, that becomes convection heat, and the meat that hits the the grates it's conductive heat. But um, the they follow the same design as they do with their true infrared gas grills. It's basically a metal plate, and you put the meat on top of the raised grates on this metal plate. And what happens is the heat energy gets stored in that metal plate right at the cook surface. So it's a similar thing. Now, you know, I it, it has pluses and minuses. Um, but I can tell you this, here's the pluses. No flare-ups, um, it, it's very even heat. When I cooked hamburgers on it, it's a, a hamburger fiend's dream come true, basically. You can, you don't have to move patties from one side to the other, you know, be, oh, this side, there's a hot spot here. I mean, it's, it's even, it's very even. And I mean, that um, is, that is important when you, when you are evaluating grills, everybody wants to know, even with smokers, right? They want to know what's the heat like from left to right and front to back. So to have a nod from you that the heating is even, that's a, that is a plus. Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, somebody that's very skilled with a kettle, a Weber kettle, that is, might say, well, look, I know how to set up my fire and get even heat, and that's okay. But not everybody is as skilled as as our readers and your listeners, and they they value something that's easy to use, and this is easy to use. Uh, moreover, um, it's actually not a bad smoker. Uh, it, it has an unusual air intake system that they borrowed from Charbroil borrowed it from Dan Cook, a line of Danish charcoal grills that mm -hmm. they they purchased. And it's it's very unique. But go to my uh, review to really learn more about it. Uh, but you can really you do like a, a fuse method, like, a, you know, a, a C-shaped circle of coal with wood around the, the bottom there. And it it works pretty dang good. All right. So what's the price point on that cooker? Oh, they, they, you can get it for less than a similar um, uh, Weber kettle. Uh, and one of the downsides on it is that it doesn't have the kind of air control that a kettle has, a Weber kettle has, excuse me. And it does have an ash removal pan at the bottom, but it's not as sophisticated as Weber's. So, um, yeah, you know, you it's, it's very difficult to save charcoal if you're the type that likes to do that, which I, I always was. I don't do it any longer because I feel it affects my testing, you know. So I always like to start out with new charcoal so that I eliminate that as a variable. But I think, practically speaking, most people don't want to throw their charcoal out. They want to save it. Of course. We want we like to be frugal where we can. Yes. Max Good joining us here on the show. The other item, or next item, is the Blackstone 36-inch griddle cooking system. And I believe I've seen either this one or something very similar in my big box store, uh, for me, it's BJ's Wholesale Club, but I'm sure Sam's and Costco might have something along the same line. Now, to me, you mentioned that Brinkman was like a burger lover cooking dream. To me, for griddled burgers, this seems like it would be right up my McDonald's-type alley. Okay, well, rewind a minute. Not, yeah. not Brinkman, Charbroil. Yes, Charbroil. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Well, I'm yes, sure the I'm tape, sorry, I'm sorry, the tape my, will my reflect head, that I was... My headphones are... There's something wrong with... That's right. The tape, will, anyway. reflect, uh, <laughs> the tape will reflect that I was wrong. 
You've pointed that out. Uh, Thank you. Oh, hey, it's Thank the first you. time we used yes, that. Yeah. So, uh, but this one looks like a burger cooking dream as well, or definitely, sausages, definitely. or side dishes. Uh, I can see peppers and onion. I mean, it seems like you another flat top option. Name. It's a griddle. It's yeah. a big griddle, thirty six right. inch wide, four uh, fifteen thousand BTU burners, so you can set up, you know, hot side and a, a warm side. Um, I mean, yeah, it, the the legs on it. Uh, or the frame folds up so you can throw it in the back of a, you know, a, a large trunk or a van or whatever. Go tailgating, uh, go to your, your cabin, you can cook eggs and bacon on it. Uh, it's pretty, it's rather affordable. I think it's about 350 bucks. Um, I, 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 it's just a neat, it's a neat uh, product, I believe. It appears that it would be heavy. Uh, you know, I can't definitively answer that. I don't think it's extremely heavy, but I do believe you'd need two people to carry it for the size alone because it's wide, you know. Um, so, yes, two people. All right. Um, so aside from the, the normal – well, let me step back for a second. Do you think over the course of this year that certainly griddle cooking isn't something that we're not used to, but would you say that griddle-style cooking, you have these units. Uh, we've seen a number of other flat-top-style stuff, whether they're um, uh, accoutrements that would go in a kettle cooker or uh, something like the Art Flame, for instance, uh, which is obviously a flat-top cooker. Do you think this is a year of 2016 where flat-top cookers are going to become even more popular into 2017? Well, I certainly think that accessories, you know, uh Things like Grow Great, or everybody and their brother now, all the big manufacturers are making uh, cast iron uh, griddle tops. Uh, you can throw on top of your regular grates or whatever. You know, if, if you want to, if you want to do that type of thing. I mean, like I always use a griddle when I'm doing like salmon because it just works so dang good. You get a nice even crust on it. Some people like using them on steaks. Um, obviously for, um, vegetables and stuff like that. If you have a, uh, let's say you have a Weber kettle with uh, thin rod grates and you want to do a bunch of onions and peppers or something, you know, you're not going to throw them on those thin grates. That's for sure. So, uh, that's, that is, that is something that I think is, has been happening. And my understanding is in Europe, that's it's very popular in the big cities, especially because you have people that have a you know small terrace or what have or have you. Yeah, that could be said about the U.S. too. Uh, and they have restrictions. A lot of them are electronic. Um, you know what I mean? So somebody that wants to just grill up some sausages in England, they always, they tell me that's all we. <laughs> We have a you have a barbecue in England. Everybody shows up with sausage, and you're like, "Oh my God, that's what I'm going to be eating for the next week." Uh, so it, it it's always been popular, but it's getting more popular outside. Everybody is making a, a, some type of surface of that nature for you to use with your existing equipment. All right, the next thing on the uh, Max Goods 2016 tops list is the Kamado Joe Classic Joe. And for those that aren't familiar, uh, Kamado Joe falls under the ceramic cooker realm. There's a, kind of a, I don't know if it's a small handful, I would say, but you have, uh, obviously, Big Green Egg is the Kleenex of mm-hmm. the brand. You have Kamado Joe, you have Grill Dome, you have Kamado, Kamado. And then I think it kind of tapers off from there. I mean, there's that weird acorn thing that Charbroil makes, and they usually make crappy stuff. And uh, 
and I don't know if there's really any other items. Did uh, did Bayou Classic make one a couple of years ago? Oh, they they still, still make it. Yeah, and and your your char your uh, charbroil challenge this evening. That's char griller, Greg. Is it charbroil that makes acorn? Huh. Hold on, hold on a second, Max. A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Greg Rempe reporting from the breaking news desk in Cleveland, Ohio, where I am issuing a public apology to Char Charbroil tonight. Sorry, sorry, Charbroil. That's all. Well, I mean, the acorn is the best thing Char Griller makes, so um, that wasn't an insult. At any rate, let's move on. Uh, the Kamado Joe, what I like about them is they just simply keep trying harder. They keep trying to improve their designs. They know they're up against the big green egg, and that's what they're they're chewing at the bit. And, um, okay, they are to some degree selling on price because they're giving you more for your money. Big green egg does, in my opinion, or what from what I'm seeing, they, they know they own the market, and they're they're acting that way to some degree. I'm not putting them down. I'm not putting down Big Green Egg. It's just that uh, Kamado Joe is hungry, and they're giving you package deals. And they have this thing that they came up with a couple of years ago called Divide and Conquer. Uh, we, we always One of the things we gripe about with ceramic Kamados is that you can't – it's very difficult to do two zones in them, two zones simultaneously. Now, the most would concede that – the way that you achieve different temperature uh, patterns is you you have you you put the cook surface at different distances from the charcoal, um, because once that ceramic heats up, it's hot. It's yep. going to even things out no matter what you do. So there are all these devices that you got to pay extra for, and they're not cheap sometimes too. Oh, Kamado Joe it came up with this divide and conquer system that's a like a frame that goes deep down into the uh, ceramic bowl. And you can hang different cork cook surfaces and heat diffusers at different levels. Huh. Uh, and it comes with the thing. So, you know, for the same money, you're going to get a really nice, well-made ceramic on a stand with this neat device that does a lot and a diffusion system in there. And, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's it's a good deal. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's there's certainly – Differing mindsets of business plan, and I think, as you said, Big Green Egg has one way of doing it. Kamado Joe has another way of doing it, and probably they have to be able to do it another way in order to continue to survive. Otherwise, they would be kind of uh, self-inflicting their own demise. It, well, that is true, and yeah, or else they they'd be waiting in the wings. You yeah. know, um, they're they're trying to say, look, we're going to give you more bang for your buck, and it's quality stuff, and. You know, the, the, the buyer makes the final decision. All right. Um, one of the other items that we're talking about tonight is the Rockwell by Caliber, and this thing looks absolutely amazing. Oh, it's stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Stunning. Absolutely. Now, this isn't cheap. You're, you're talking about like a, a luxury grill. It's about ten grand, and it has a, a really interesting uh, history behind it. David Rockwell, who I didn't know who he was, he's a very famous architect worldwide. Uh, he had an idea that he wanted to create a very high power, beautiful gas grill for outdoor events that had the a, a similarity 
to a roll top uh, chafing dish, if you could picture those things. Uh, yep. We all know what chafing dishes are. Uh, most of them, the you lift the lid up. It's like a hideaway it, lid. It's like a it's like a gas grill. You know, you right. lift the lid up and it's halfway up, but this one rolls all the way and disappears. Uh, so he went to the guys at Caliber. Now these guys are industry pros. They started out with DCS in the early days of the stainless store, stainless steel outdoor kitchen uh, days. And they make beautiful equipment all the way around. They made this gorgeous grill with Brazilian cherry wood frame, um, uh, aluminum powder coated uh, housing, heavy, beautiful, top quality stainless steel interior guts. And uh, the idea is that Rockwell wanted to uh, blend uh, a outdoor grilling experience with what you have when you when when you're at a um, when you're sitting in a kitchen around a kitchen um, what's the word I'm looking for table the, uh, the kitchen islands yes yes so people it has a big table surfaces on each side of it as well so you got to picture this thing. People are grilling, they're throwing meats on, whatever. There's Maybe there's somebody who's the cook, whether it's you or you hired somebody or whatever, and your friends are all the way around, 360 degrees all around. Everybody's drinking and partying and having a good fun, and the thing is absolutely gorgeous. Now, it's not for everyone. Uh, Ten grand, you know, that's <laughs> that's a nice chunk of change, yeah, right? for sure. That's a lot. That's what I'm going to make tonight, right, for doing your show. That's your uh, normal appearance fee, absolutely. Max Good from Amazing Ribs. I always give you a good deal on that. I know. I appreciate that. Uh, all right. The last thing we're going to talk about, because we are going to run out of time, is okay. the American Muscle Grill. We've talked about it a little bit here on this show. There's been, well, there is a a, a competing model who we've had on the show in Kalamazoo. What do you uh, What do you know about this grill so far? Well, it's on my deck now. Uh, I I. I don't know that I'd say it, it in in an odd way. It competes with Kalamazoo. It it competes with Kalamazoo in the same sense that a it, it, the 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 cosmetics of it are are really cool. It looks like a hot rod, you know. Um, they intentionally made it to look like uh, the. They, that's why they call it the American Muscle Grill. If you Google American Muscle Grill, you're going to see. People that are selling grills for Mustangs, yeah. and Shelby Cobras, and stuff like that, uh, and it looks like that, and it's cool, but it and it sells for a lot less than a Kalamazoo. The thing that they have in common is they have um, the Kalamazoo has a hybrid fuel system, which is their one of their claims to fame. Um, you can cook, you can throw uh, wood or charcoal right above the gas burners. And you get the best of both worlds. This does the same thing, but it's not, uh, it's just not as sophisticated as Kalamazoo. It's kind of like saying, all right, here we got a Shelby Cobra. If you're a, a muscle head, I'm, I mean, if you're somebody who likes that power, who just likes pure power, yeah. this thing is a pure power grill. You can sear your brains out on it. But the Kalamazoo is more like a Rolls Royce or a Ferrari, or it's, there's a lot of sophistication in it, and that's for people who, like you and I, might spend thirty bucks on a bottle of wine. They might spend three hundred bucks on a bottle of wine. Okay, you know? I'm gonna I'm so, going to draw the um, the metaphor that you were hoping for. Uh, for those, it's the it's the uh, 
whiskey bent barbecue barbecue show in the pit show, and then there's the barbecue central show. Right? Oh, 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 oh what? Level oh. of sophistication. That's what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> well, I know. Just kidding, I Chad. know that your show is very sophisticated. I'm not familiar with the other one, so. Uh, there you go. What can you? What else do you need to say? Max Good joining me here on the show, AmazingRibs.com, his website. He is the keeper of the flame, and uh, we will be wishing you a happy and safe upcoming weekend, Max. And then, of course, we'll see you at the end of next month as we will steadfastly be towards the end of January of 2017. Holy mackerel. Can you believe it? No. It's crazy. Time flies. It It sure is. Thanks, as always, my friend. I love it, Greg. Have a happy new year. There he is, Max Good from AmazingRibs.com. Just in case people weren't getting the uh, the metaphor that Max was reaching for, I figured I would bring it back to where everybody knows. You know, there's the In the Pit show, and then there's the Barbecue Central show. I'm not going to offend Chad by saying no offense and then saying what I'm just throwing it right out. All right, that's Max Good. I'm going to talk to you now about the Chops Power Injector, the 2015 and 2016 Barbecue Tool of the Year, coming in three awesome sizes to fit your injecting needs, from backyard cooks to the caterers, the restaurant chefs, the backyard competition guys. A power injector is right for you, whether you think so or not. The number one seller is the half-gallon Chops Power Injector system designed for the competition guy or, like me, the backyard warrior. Easy to use, right? Clean it, fill it, pump it, and go if you have just one brisket or pork shoulder to do. You don't need to fill it all the way up. Just put in what you need. It uses it all. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. It's 100 bucks plus shipping anywhere. The one-gallon Chops Power Injector System, designed for catering and bigger jobs. It holds double the amount of the half-gallon. Some use it in competitions, like when you're cooking MBN Whole Hog or... 10 shoulders to get that perfect one. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. This one's 120 bucks plus you pay the shipping. And then, of course, the electric one, the CHOPS Full Power Injector System. It is the commercial and competition big daddy. It's not a holding tank like the other two. This one has a three-and-a-half-foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container. That's right, from a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum. It was designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City. And he said time and time again that with the Chops Full Power Injector System, his briskets are better than ever. It comes with metal needle adapters, 14-gauge needles, 3-inch, 12-gauge needles, 2-inch, 11-and-a-half-gauge needles, 3-plug screws, a needle protector, 325 bucks plus you pay the ship. A number of the top pitmasters in the country and world using the CPIS every day. Here's the thing. We're foodies. We want flavor in every bite. This is how you do it and do it fast. And it's not just for meat. Alcoholics, pay attention. You can infuse alcohol into watermelon or any other kind of fruit. doesn't matter. You go to Barbecue Kansas City. That's B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E. Barbecue Kansas City. That's BarbecueKansasCity.com. And get your hands on the NBBQA two-year-in-a-row tool of the year. Put down the single injector for crying out loud. All right. Come join me next here for the Give Thanks segment. Stick around.
216-220-0966. Now, let's get back to the LeBron James and Barbecue Talk. Craig Rampey. Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all of your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com, C-O-O-K-I-N, CookinPellets.com for more information to purchase. If you feel more comfortable, you can purchase from Amazon.com as well. Cooking Pellets does have a free app, which you can download. And it will tell you when shipping rates are going off the wall. Good for you. CookinPellets.com. Real glad to have them on again for the whole year as a sponsor, uh, just like Green Mountain Grill. So, hey. Let me see. Got an email from Max Good. Hey, dude, was I right to correct you about the charbroil issue? Yes. Are you kidding me? My goodness. Always. If I'm wrong, I demand to be corrected immediately. Are you kidding me? What am I looking at, Dave? I would love to do that video would be 30 minutes. What? What? What is that? Hmm. I'm going back through the chat room here real quick before I get to the thank yous. Meat chemistry. I would love to do that video. You would be perfect. Greg, did that podcast we ever, we did ever get published? Which one? All my, po- all my podcasts are up. The, now the trick, of course, as I found out, especially by putting this segment together, is having to go back and find it. That's a little harder. I'm sure I could track it down, though, Dave. Let me know what you're talking about. Then I'll uh, figure out if I can't dig it up. All right, so for the 2016 Let's Give Some Thanks Before the End of the Year, uh, A, I invite you to jump in as well. If you don't know how to get in touch with the show, uh, this is how you do it. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com on the Twitter and Instagram at BBQCentralShow. Uh, yes, Dave was asking about the horse meat. So the last horse meat show that Dave and I did actually went on AmazingRibs.com. I do a podcast for AmazingRibs.com weekly. Every Thursday it's released. It's all recorded. But you have to be a member of the Pitmasters Club. So... Bone out the 24 bucks. It's well worth it. And then you can listen to a, a whole nother show that I do that is kind of really nothing like this show. Now, to be fair, Dave and I have talked about horse meat before on this show in the past, but we're not going to go into the whole horse meat thing again because I know some of you are becoming, you know, uh, between, I just got lost there, and I started reading an email, and I had to pull back. Uh, I know people are starting to get a little lost in me being pro horse meat, okay? But I want to tell you something. I don't think there's any reason why Dave Bosca and myself, uh, perhaps Kinger up in uh, Canada, where they actively and uh, perhaps even encouragingly eat horse meat on a regular basis. Uh, any of my French and Italian listeners, well, uh, Italian listeners, 
all you people that eat horse meat, I think I've thought long and hard about what are going to be my platform items of 2017. And I certainly have any number to start to lay out here over the course of the weeks and months as the first quarter unfolds. But I think one of my real top-line, high-level bullet point items for 2017 is where we start on Monday or Sunday where no horse meat consuming uh, or they're not giving subsidies to the butchering houses. And I apologize if I'm talking out of school here because I don't really know what I'm talking about. But here's what I'm telling you. One of my goals is that we are going as a society, we, not just you and me, but we as a society here in the United States of Americas are going to be eating horse meat and liking it by the end of 2017. Book it. Book it. Now, it might take a little time, a little effort, a little controversy. I might be threatened with arrest. We might have to post bail from time to time. But I'm here to tell you there is no reason, no reason, that we should not be gladly consuming horse meat as a red meat alternative. I mean, it's kind of red meat, right? I might be off base on that too. Dave, does horse qualify as red meat or is that only beef? That's steak, horse beef, right? Beef jerky. I think I think if we can band together, this is something that we can do. Horse meat in 2017, I say yes. I say yes. All right, so I have a stable of incredible sponsors whom you hear me pimp each and every show, each and every week, and I think it's important for everyone to understand that I just don't take on sponsors for the sake of having money people pay to be on the show. And sure, I make money from the show now, but having products and services, I believe, in personally, that's paramount to me in order to not look like a shill, right? Uh, You don't want somebody up here when you know what's coming every 20 minutes or so to have you look at me and go, he really doesn't like that. He's just doing that for the money. And it's it's okay for some people to do that. For me, not really okay to do that because I feel I owe it as a responsibility and a duty to the barbecue and grilling community to turn away people if I don't think they're really doing a service or they don't really have anything to give back to the community. And I'm not saying that everybody on the show that sponsors is really like giving back to the barbecue community per se, but I think by and large, most are. They're good quality companies. They all aren't huge. Most of them are small businesses trying to get their name out, doing it right, hitting a target market, realizing the value of advertising here on this show. This is a medium that is still in its infancy. A lot of people still don't understand podcasting. A lot of people don't understand that people that tune into this podcast, if you have a barbecue or grilling service, these people are your direct market. Anybody that's listening, people that like ballet aren't downloading the Barbecue Central show. They're just not. But people that like barbecue and grilling that find the show like it. 
Everybody that listens to this show is a target market for everybody that sponsors this program. So in kind of no particular order, I want to thank all the sponsors that I've had this year. Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. I believe this was the third year in a row that we have done it in depth where they have actually financially sponsored the show. Certainly, I've been a big fan of the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour in a number of different ways. Uh, A, I think Sam's going into competition barbecue is good. And I think that what they're doing for barbecue is good, providing a decent series for people to be able to stack together three wins and come out with a bunch of cash. Cash is good, man. I don't care what anybody else says. Cash is good. Now, and so thank you to Sam's. Appreciate the support again this year. We do it for about six, seven months. Next, I just talked about it. The 2015 and 16 National Barbecue Tool of the Year winner, Chops Power Injector Systems. Multiple year sponsor of this show. This is a product that I was like, eh. Tried it. Loved it. Can't believe I've been injecting with one friggin' needle for so long. I'm not saying that it's wrong if you do. I'm saying there's a more efficient way to do it. I fell in love with the Chops Power Injector when I got it. One of the newer sponsors to the show. Pit Barrel Cooker. Now, here's a company selling a fabulous product at a price point that's unbeatable. The ease and the use, the praise that it's getting. Just search Pit Barrel Cooker and watch all of the great returns come in. But the guy that runs it and owns it, Noah, Glan- uh, Noah Glanville, is, is an uh, American hero. And I'm not going to tell you all about him. But I'm here to tell you if, you, if you know the background of this guy and you know what he's into, what he's been through, this guy is an American patriot. Then, small business, successful, barbecue and grilling, involved with Folds of Honor, Giving back, this is one of the companies I know, giving back to the community. Uh, Noah and Amber Glanville, extremely gracious human beings, and the product is fabulous on top of it. So thank you to Pit Barrel Cooker. One of the other newer sponsors to the show, Jason Whitcomb, Unknown Smoker Accessories. You need Lynn Hinges, no problem. This is your guy. Great products, blowing up now. I think he's actually looking at becoming full-time in Unknown Smoker Accessories, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, listen to when I do the read. You get the 15% off with his products, especially if you want a lid hinge for your Weber Kettle or your Weber Smoky Mountain or something you would like a hinge on. He probably can make it, too, if he doesn't have one. Longtime sponsor of the show, Cook Jack. Pellet cookers, electric cookers. Big-ass cookers, all of the reference material that you need at CookShack.com. Stuart Powell is going to be coming on the show here in a couple weeks as well. We're going to be talking about something new, a trend in 2017 that I think everybody is going to be getting into, but they are a longtime sponsor of the show. Uh, Big Papa Smokers, BigPapaSmokers.com. What can I say about this guy? He's got rubs that are just absolutely changing flavor profiles out there in the competition scene, but he's helping the backyard guy as well. Involved in a lot of different things, bringing King of the Smoker, bringing Guinea Pig, bringing in big name sponsors to help out barbecue in general. That's Sterling Ball, and he's doing a great job, and I appreciate him as a sponsor. One of the longest running sponsors of the show, Trust Your Butcher's Barbecue. 
You know, when Dave started with the show, he had injections and I think was at that point just toying around with honey rub. Had the steak and brisket rub, uh, but really known for injections. Fast forward, I mean, how long have we been together, Dave? Now like five years or something like that? You got all the grilling oils. You got the four new rubs. You got the uh, the standby rubs. You got the sauce. You have all of the bird boosters, the, the other pork injections that he's got. This guy has diversified his products portfolio, perhaps more than anybody that I know over our the course of our relationship. And the products are great. Tell me somebody, somebody tell me that the Butcher Barbecue products aren't great. I'd call you a liar. ButcherBBQ.com. Thank you, Dave, year after year for your support of the show. And finally, the longest-running sponsor of the show. With me from day one of when the Barbecue Central show was just a recorded show released once a week, the Barbecue Guru. Boom. What do you say about these guys continuing to evolve, continuing to bring new products to the show and new products to the market? Bob Trudnack has really continued the vision that uh, Fred Perkle had set forth when the whole barbecue guru thing came to be born out of Thermomegatech, of course. But, man, uh, these guys have really stepped the game up, really continued to be on the forefront of uh, automatic temperature control technology. And uh, I've known Bob 10 years, I believe. So uh, I am truly humbled that he has stayed with me this long and that believes in the product and believes in the value that I'm bringing each and every week. And that's great. Um, and I, and I really appreciate it. So, uh, again, shout out to all the sponsors one more time, visit them. <clears throat> Never ask me, what can I do to help you? If you want to help me support the people that support the show, visit my sponsors, give them first consideration. If you're thinking about anything, all of this list of sponsors offers something that you possibly want to add to your barbecue arsenal, visit them, give them first consideration, and then buy from them. That's what you can do for me. Support the sponsors. Now, for guests that regularly appear on the show, of course, the first Tuesday of the month, Ray Lampy. The second Tuesday of the month, Meathead. Yes, yes. The third Tuesday of the month, this guy is a barbecue hall of famer, so is Ray Lampy. Multiple time cookbook. I can't. I still can't believe this guy shows up each and every third Tuesday of the month. Stephen Reichlin, thank you, Stephen. Thank you. And my newest recurring guest, the fourth Tuesday of the month, who was just on the last segment, that was Max Good. Uh, some regular bloggers that show up: Robin Lindars, of course, the Grill Girl, Scott Roberts. Uh, reconnected with Derek Riches this year. That's going to be fun to start digging back up. I do want to give a special mention to Doug Tratner from Cleveland, Ohio. He's the food writer for Cleveland Scene, doing a piece on the show this summer. That was awesome. Um, And now let me step back just for one sec and tell you this. I want to give a huge personal thanks to Doug Shiding from Rogue Cookers. Look, this guy is really a behind-the-scenes asset to me like you have no idea. Probably the closest thing I have ever had to a staffer on the show. Weekly, providing me with Texas updates, news stories, all great content each week, and as many good shows run. I would say that, and Doug would probably agree with this, a lot of the stuff that he sends me 
isn't aired here on this show or it's used in other non-show formats. And each week, I can count on an email from Doug without fail. He gets it. He's helping the show. He's probably the single biggest behind-the-scenes contributor that helps me get the show ready for air each and every week. And I have to say, I don't think I could say thanks enough to him. And it was so great getting to meet him a few months ago at the Rib Cook-Off in Hartville, Ohio. Doug, again, can't say it enough, but thank you so much for what you do, and I really appreciate it. Everybody should thank Doug here in the chat room. And with that being said, if you're listening to the show and you're inspired by Doug and you think that you can bring Doug's level of content and professionalism to the show, look, I understand if I didn't, if somebody didn't use my stuff for like three or four weeks in a row or whatever, eh, F this guy, I'm done Sunday. No, not Doug. So if you think you can match that, I would be happy to talk to you about becoming a contributor or jumping on the contributor chain. It does pay after tax zero dollars and zero cents. But you do get mentioned. You get on for segments here and there. Let me know. I'm always looking to step up the level of show, and I do realize that I can't do it by myself. So, hey, you want to be like Doug? Be like Doug. There you go. That's my list of thank yous. Sorry if uh, it was too much for you, but I don't care. It's my show. So, thanks again to everybody that has helped make this show the pinnacle of Barbecue Talk. Cook Shack, by the way, I mentioned them a few minutes ago. They manufacture smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience. Whether you barbecue in the backyard, on the competition circuit, in a five-star dining facility, Cook Shack has the unit that will do the job and with a full line of barbecue spices, sauces, pellets, and wood chunks, the perfect one-stop shop. Cook Shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes, online recipes, how-to videos, two blogs, smoke and grilling 101s, and a video cooking classroom. Check out their website at cookshack.com or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, and Google+. Get advice or share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue forum. That's what they do. Cook Shack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champions because they were designed by a champion, Ed Fast Eddie Morin. The FEC 100, the PG 1000, always customer favorites. The PG 1000 can double as a smoker and a grill. Low and slow or hot and fast, the pellet grill line gives you the most for your money. Cook Shack residential electric smokers are the number one smoker in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you can cook in your oven, you can make in a Cook Shack. Passion and dedication drives Cook Shack's manufacturing with quality always being at the forefront. Get the best in barbecue since 1962. Call them 800-423-0698. That's 800-423-0698 or visit cookshack.com. And I thank them for their continued support of the show as well. All right. We're back to wrap up the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Hey, welcome back. 216 220 0966. 
just reading a quick email here. All right. All right, Max Good wants me to mention. If you get this while I'm still on the air, I misspoke when I said the difference between the American Muscle Grill and Kalamazoo was like the difference between a $30 bottle of wine and a $300 bottle of wine. It's more like the difference between a $100 bottle of wine and a $300 bottle of wine. All right. Well, a $100 bottle of wine is really damn good, depending on, you know. But if you're one that likes to spend a little bit on a bottle of wine, you're probably apt to spending a little bit on a grill, too. Hey, that's fine. If you have the meat, as Ferris Bueller once said about driving the Ferrari GT California, if you have the means, I highly recommend picking one up. Driving it is so choice. Mint? That's one of my favorite movies, by the way. All right. We're going to step away and reload here for the second hour. Coming up in the second hour, I got some takes right off the top. I have a story you might not even believe. I still can't believe it, and I read it. I don't believe everything I read on the Internet, but I really want to believe this. Blaine Hunter from Porky Butts Barbecue will also be joining me in the next hour. And then we'll do a uh, Best of Barbecue Central Show 2016 to wrap the show. You may or may not see appearances from my parents calling in on the phone or my mom. Dan from Wachula may make an appearance. Other fun stuff. We'll see. All right, you're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks. We are broadcasting live from Cleveland. Stick around. We'll be right back. from Euclid, Ohio, and you are listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine, how you doing? We <laughs> <laughs> have a great show of a big fan. So what, what what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? We ate two feet before we nursed. Oh, listen, Laverne, it's chick feet. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. All right, we've made it into the second hour, ladies and gentlemen. Success! When I was making reference to bottles of wine and how much the uh, Kalamazoo grill would cost and how much the AMG costs, Max corrected himself on how much bottles of wine would be. Doug Durda weighs in on the instant chat. Wine comes in something other than a box? No. Does it? If you tell me wine comes in a keg, man, it's over. I'm going to be excited. I'll be excited. Uh, This show is the Barbecue Central Show, by the way. Thank you. 
We run around here every Tuesday talking about barbecue and grilling stuff as the industry hall. We also get into the weeds on stuff. And it happens right here in the barbecue capital of the North Coast. Cleveland. Ohio. And if you want to get in contact with the show, let me help you out. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Can I, is there any way I can buy his voice? Oh, my God. That People say, how do you get into voiceovering? Not, they don't ask me that, but... You know, in general, when you start having discussions, like, how do you do How do you do If you want to get into voice imaging, regional, local, national level stuff, movies, that stuff, that guy, you got to have that guy's voice. I'm working on him to come on to do a very short segment about voice over work. I find it fascinating myself, just having all the equipment and whatnot, but not having that voice. Kid... If I had this voice, I would walk around all day and literally just say this. Cleveland. Of course I would. I would never say anything. This would be the Cleveland show. Like, I can't even do it. His voice is so distinct, you can't even copy it. I love it. I love it. And he's like real big deal of the voice guys. He's a clear channel. They own like all of the radio stations across the country. He's their voice guy. That's Clear Channel's voice guy that did the contact info for my show. He's also the voice guy for Westwood One, NCAA, and NFL football. That guy. P.S. on his last email. Keep me in mind for other work. Uh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep you in mind for other work. Still to come on the show tonight, as I had mentioned before, Blaine Hunter, Porky Butts Barbecue. Quick look back on the 2016 season, which reigns him as KCBS Team of the Year. And how about a look ahead to the 2017 season? How about that? How about we talk quickly about what KansasCity.com sees as food trends to watch for in 2017? Sounds good to me. Here's number one. Fat is back. That's right. Remember when lard was considered a dirty word? No. The pendulum has swung. Walk the aisles of health food emporiums such as Whole Foods and non-hydrogenated fats in jars are displayed at eye level. Take your pick. There's pig lard, duck fat, beef, tallow, and more. Isn't it pig tallow too, or can tallow only be beef? Dave, answer that. The Mason Jar by Epic and Fatworks are handy if pricey. Watch for classes teaching how to render your own fat. Wow. Render your own. I think uh, uh, Dave McKeska has how he does his beef tallow. He does beef tallow, I think. The guy with the sausages down in Texas. Here's another trend to watch for. Fish to table makes splash in the Midwest. Kansas City is undeniably a beef town. Pork has made strong inroads too, but the landlocked Midwest is not a place where you would immediately think about as a source of fresh fish and seafood. Jack's Fish House works with Monterey Bay Aquarium to source sustainably 
and so does Chef Falcon of Chacos Pecadeos y Maricos in Kansas City, Kansas. And another location soon to open. Then there's Casey Shrimp Company, which began selling Pacific Whitewater saltwater shrimp grown in Oak Grove earlier this year. How about that? Pork is lard. Manteca. All right. Thank you. Cleveland wins again Sunday. I heard this voice then. Yeah. Ugh. I'm not even talking about that. Here's another trend. Farm to bedroom service. James Beard award-winning chef Marcus Samuelson of Red Rooster in Harlem announced he was moving into farm-to-bed territory. Think of it as an upscale room service. It's not really a new idea, his Red Rooster cookbook. It's an exception, it's an expectation that diners increasingly are demanding upscale food wherever and whenever they want it. Samuelson's new venture kicks off at MGM National Harbor, a luxury hotel in Maryland just outside Washington, D.C., and includes climate-controlled carts that make it easier to deliver hot, fresh food to guests in their own rooms. Wow. Make way for mead. This is another trend. Mead. You ever heard of mead? I heard about it two or three months ago. I thought the guy was completely off of his rocker. Looks like I'm wrong again. Make way for mead. This wine made from fermented honey has been around since the days of the Vikings. More recently, it's been popularized on the hit series Game of Thrones, but several local wineries, including Pirtles and Weston, local in Kansas, of course, have found a renewed interest in mead. Watch for Caw Point Meadery, expected to open in 2017, and a member of the American Mead Makers Association, according to the company's website. In the meantime, you can wet your taste buds with mead-based cocktails at places that most of us don't even know where they are. I was at a place in Euclid, Ohio, literally two miles from my street two months ago, and the guy asked me if I wanted to sample a flight of mead. And I told him, stop talking to me like that. This one is definitely going to be a trend of 2017. We've talked about it on this show, perhaps almost ad nauseum, with a new guest of the show, Kenji Lopez-Alt. Sous vide at home. If you think sous vide devices are found only in professional kitchens, it may be time to think again on a trip to Seattle to meet with other food journalists this fall. I took an Uber out past Bill Gates' house to a small industrial park where, after signing a waiver prohibiting photographs, I got a tour of Nathan Murdalov's groundbreaking modernist cuisine test kitchens. A battalion of chefs were baking bread to put the finishing touches on modernist bread due out in 2017. The idea of sous vide, a method Mirhold and Young dissected in the first multi-volume modernist cuisine cookbook, is to season the food in the bag, drop it in the water, cook it slow with heat to a perfect doneness, then finish with a traditional sear the device, which is supported by an app and an online community, is about 200 bucks. I think there's other ones that are right around there or perhaps even a little less. Or that you can control right from the device. The one that you have to do, one of them you have to have an app, otherwise you're kind of screwed. Uh, the last one to tell you about, I believe, is jackfruit is jumping. What's jackfruit? I don't know. Americans are eating less meat. And Baum and Whiteman report one vegan company has a plant-based burger that appears to bleed. 
So is jackfruit, a spiny, green, sticky, tropical fruit. Is that the new tofu? It's certainly been a game changer for chefs around Kansas City and perhaps cities around yours as well. From Thud, a traditional vegan restaurant, to Westport's Char Bar, a meat lover's emporium. Both have jackfruit barbecue on the menu. With the texture of pulled pork, chicken, or even crabs, jackfruit might be an all-around meat substitute. One trend one trend reporter has named it to its watch list for 2017 on the highest levels. Let's all mark down jackfruit. Could be the fifth meat event, or non-meat, at KCBS this year. Uh, you have pork butt, ribs, shoulder brisket, and jackfruit. Could you garnish jackfruit with its own jackfruit garnish? That seems like it might be a little weird. According to KansasCity.com, that's your 2017 food trends to watch for. Jackfruit. You don't know jackfruit. Hey, you don't know jackfruit, baby. You can't talk to me about that. All right, folks, if you didn't know already, Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue, featuring a comprehensive selection of all-American-made grills, spices, sauces, accessories, even a kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has made a name for itself by winning by an award-winning line of championship rubs that have won almost every major barbecue title. They've also banded together with fellow California-based rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profiles that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. They've even created two of their own unique competitions. I've told you about them. The King of the Smoker, which brings the best of the best in barbecue head-to-head in a back-to-basics event. King of the Smoker, unique in the fact that you may not use any electric devices such as pellet cookers or pit minders. Contestants just allowed to use charcoal wood in their wits to win one of the most high-stakes barbecue events around. The other one is called the Guinea Pig, a cost-controlled event that helps bring in newcomers to competitive barbecue. It also features prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category, which helps provide incentives to get new competitors into the barbecue world and keep the vets in. On top of all that, Big Papa created a unique brand ambassador program called the BPS Elite Team, featuring 15 of the best competition teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind, Big Papa has been able to do all this with only six years being in the biz, roughly, turning the competition barbecue world on its head, creating their own unique competitions, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain and BJ's Restaurant Brew House, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S., it's just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers, and that's BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. All right, we are back with Blaine Hunter from Porky Butts Barbecue to talk about winning the title of KCBS Team of the Year this year. That and more right after this. Stick around.
Only Show, giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue, a man actually named Meathead, the author of a barbecue Bible, bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Unknown Smoker Accessories, purveyor of made-in-the-USA stainless steel barbecue and smoker lid hinges, barbecue accessory hangers, rocket-hot chimney grillers, and heavy-duty aluminum foil dispensers. The fine products from Unknown Smoker Accessories keep your gear where it needs to be. At arm's length, ready for battle, visit unknownbbq.com slash shop today for 15% off your entire order when you use promo code REMPE. R-E-M-P-E. Where's my damn cursor at? Jeez Louise, I'm all over the damn where. Unknownbbq.com slash shop. Promo code REMPE, R-E-M-P-E, for 15% off your entire order. Thanks again to the folks over at Unknown Smoker Accessories for their support this year. Right, My guest in the second hour will be owning the title Kansas City Barbecue Society Team of the Year as he makes his rounds next season here to recap 2016 and perhaps take a look ahead at 2017 as well. The pitmaster of Porky Butts Barbecue, Blaine Hunter, joining me here on the show. Blaine, how are you, buddy? Good, sir. How are you? Absolutely fabulous, Blaine. Appreciate you making time for the show tonight. And I, I guess first things first, congratulations on the crowning achievement of KCBS Team of the Year. And before we get into that, uh, maybe a little background about you, Blaine, uh, how you got into this whole I guess, was barbecue in general something that you grew up around? And then, I guess, fast forward to where you decide to jump into competition barbecue. Well, I, yeah, I actually did grow up around barbecue. My father um, did a lot of barbecuing down in Texas. Grew up in Houston. Did a lot of uh, chili cook-offs. Uh, the Houston Livestock Show he did for 15 years. So I was around barbecue my whole life, but not necessarily competition barbecue till about 2013. So when we jumped in in 2013, uh, we started off pretty slow, did eight comps, um, 14, we did, uh, 20 comps, 15 did 20 comps. And then this year we went all the way in and did 39 comps unplanned, wow. by the way. Oh, really? It was just one of the, yeah, we, we started the year saying we we're going to do 25 comps and it kind of just after the national barbecue cup in Tennessee, Nashville, we just kind of morphed into this giant thing that it is now we've uh we've had some fun this year that's for sure you know blaine it almost seems like and you know i've been doing this show it'll be i think eight years in february the live show and when i talk each and every year we have the team of the year winner on and we talk about what the year was like but i don't remember the last time somebody came on and said that they didn't have some kind of a plan or an aspiration at the front side of the season to go team of the year because you you know it's going to be an investment in time. You know it's going to be the marathon that everybody talks about. Um, so do you think that knowing what you know now and what you had to put into it, is it too early for me to ask if you're going to be making a run at a repeat in 2017 because it's too fresh right now? <laughs> I will promise you I won't be making a run in really? 2017. Really? <laughs> no, we're just. It just takes such a toll on the uh, lifestyle. I have two young kids and uh, and a family at home, and between work and kids, and 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 it's definitely a lifestyle. I mean, if you're going to go after it, you got to go. It's a marathon, and you're going to have to compete at least 35 plus times. And that's just uh, I don't know if I could do it again. It was a 
it was a lot of work and I did most of them, um, right about a third of them by myself. Wow. And that really uh, takes a toll on the old body. And it, it's not necessarily the comp because I mean, once you get the comp, the drilling gets going and you start cooking and you get in the groove, you don't mind. It's just traveling, the traveling and the time you got to put into, you know, taking off and, and getting home and cleaning up. That's the hardest part. I think. Blaine Hunter joining me I here on the show. Mike, uh, Porky Butts Barbecue. I got off my outline here, so let me kind of work back, and we'll get back into the <laughs> into the other stuff here in a second. Um, from a from a team name point of view, how do you come up with Porky Butts Barbecue? You know, it's funny. I uh, I actually didn't even come up with Porky Butts. Good friend of mine. Uh, he started the team two years before I was even on it. Um, he was the one that kind of drove me into bar- competition barbecue um, back in 2013. He asked me for roughly a year and a half to uh, to start competing with him. He got me into this thing, and then uh, with business and his family and his life, he had to kind of take a step back, and he, he's kind of let me run with it and uh, kind of turned it over to me. But he still comes out and enjoys some time along with me. But he came up with the name and the, the logo. Do you want to give him a uh, shout-out, or do we still want to keep him you oh, know, yeah. under the curtain? No, no. Rodney Eiffel's a good friend of mine. Right. He's kind of the guy that got me into this. It took him a year and a half to – to get me to come off the bench and actually compete, but once he did, I'm so glad he did, and we've had fun. So when you were around it, kind of growing up, and of course the the, the Texas situation is a, is a whole different uh, extreme event, but when you get into these KCBS-style competitions, was there something that, was it just the badgering that decided, you were like, okay, I don't want him to ask me again this coming weekend, so I'll just go out with him this time, and then boom, you got into it again, and the juices got thrown. you just like a competitive guy by nature? Yeah. Yeah, very competitive. Um, I barbecued a lot. I mean, I worked for a truck company. We I did a lot of barbecue events. I mean, I have two 20-plus foot stainless steel um, pits my dad built back in the day when he competed. Wow. And um, we still had them. I was, I was cooking a lot. So I, that's how Rod reached out to me. He, 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 was, he had the team name and kind of had the background in competition barbecue but didn't have a pit at the time. So he asked me to come out and kind of run the show. And I'm also a chef by trade. So I think kind of with that background and my knowledge of barbecuing and his knowledge of the competition kind of worked well together. You know, I've, I've talked to chefs that were classically trained or by trade or, you know, whatever, but true chefs. And then they get into the competition scene. Tuffy Stone is kind of jumping off in my mind here as a guy who's been classically trained. Uh, and, of course, uh, Robert McGee at uh, Mudgeon Hogs at the Hilton. They, they almost tell me, you know, it's great to have that background, but what you're going to need to put out, it's, I don't know if there's a huge benefit to being in the food industry, per se, when it comes to competition barbecue. Do you agree with that to a, to a certain amount? Oh, 100%. 100%. It's, total, it's two different animals. I mean, I think the only thing it really teaches you, I mean, time management, I think, is the biggest thing that helps you being a chef. But other than that, I, I think, I mean, it's just basically redneck cooking. We're just going out there and starting a fire, running a clean fire, and cooking some meat it's nothing 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 like cooking in a restaurant but i mean i think the time management thing kind of you know plays in both sides but other than that i mean it's two different animals when you started in 2013 versus how this season went for you i mean we're only talking three years but certainly there can be huge evolutions from one season to the next or a hot new trend or whatever when you look back to what you were doing then to what you're doing this season, is there a lot of the same? Is there some of the same? How does that fall out? Yeah, a lot, a lot of the same. I mean, the two biggest things I changed this year was uh, my chicken and pork, and I had some help. I mean, that was uh, those were the, the two that killed me the most. But, I mean, for the most part, my ribs and brisket have been the same since day one. My rib recipe is the exact same rib recipe I started 
day one with. I mean, I've cooked it year in and year out. And, you know, the first year we didn't have much success with, and this year we're team of the year in ribs. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, I started using the Smithfield products and it really, really helped me. And then, uh, and then just knowing the, the doneness, I think just learning how to properly run a fire and properly knowing the doneness. I mean, just consistently turn in good barbecue every week is the most important thing. I think people put too much into the, the rubs and the sauces and the finishing dust and the box and everything, and they just don't put enough into actually running a perfect fire and, 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 and cooking the meat perfectly. I think, I think that's the most important thing. One of uh, one of the – well, the guy that finished right behind you this year, uh, Darren Worth, has said on the show time and time again, people get – so caught up with flavor profiles, he kind of hates that term, flavor exactly. profiles, and all this other stuff. It's a tenderness game, and if you don't know how to cook it right, it doesn't matter what flavor you're going to be putting on it because it's not going to meet the judge's expectation anyway. It's 100% right, and I, it, and I got most of that from him. I mean, he's he's been... I, I don't. I bought his old pit and trailer, and he's been a you know he's been a big influence on me and barbecue, and just kind of we modeled ourselves after him, and it's worked up to this point. All right. So as we look back over the course of 2016, we got a couple days left here before the new year turns. From a high level, and knowing the grind that you eventually had to go through to get here, but getting the title of KCBS Team of the Year, what does that mean to you personally? What does that mean to the team, the family, and everybody kind of associated with you? You know, I mean, it sounds good on paper, but at the end of the day, I'm still taking the trash out every morning. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I try to use it at home, but it doesn't work too well. But uh, no, no, it, it, it meant a lot. I mean, just you know, the overall grind throughout the year and just getting through it has been. I mean, it, it, it's hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. What Travis does every year, and what what Darren does, and those guys that are doing, and Sterling guys that are doing that, those thirty plus comps, it's it's unbelievable. I don't know how they get through the year, year in and year out. I mean, I I don't know if I could do it again, and I'm. You know, I'm relatively young compared to the old man and Darren Worth, but uh, it's uh, I mean, it's been a, it's been fun. I mean, I, definitely something I, I'll have forever. But it's definitely something I don't know if I want to chase again because it's a lot of work. When I just you, want to go out there, have fun, and cook some barbecue. Blaine Hunter joining me here on the show, uh, 2016 KCBS Team of the Year. When you look at the events that you've won, the events that you competed in over this year. And it doesn't have to be one that you won, but was there a specific event or a specific contest that you really thought stood out over and above the rest? Yeah, I I mean, I always go back to the same three. I mean, I really enjoyed winning Frisco because it was, you know, a lot of good teams there. And then that was my seventh for the Jack. Um, The National Barbecue Cup in Tennessee was real special because it was kind of my coming out party and everyone really, you know, got to know who Porky Butts was because no one ever heard of him up to that point. But the, I think the one that just really, really stands out for me is the Mason City Comp, just because once again, I go back to, I think Iowa has just a, a load of just great, great teams and great people. I mean, and the Big T's and the Darren Worth and the Justin from Lucky Q's and, you know, and you got, I mean, there's just so many great, great teams over in Iowa. And to go into Mason City this year and win a GC was just meant a lot to me because, uh, I mean, I didn't. I didn't think I had a chance with that group of guys, and it felt good walking out of there. It gave me some confidence going into the the rest of the year. Did you have to make any tweaks or adjustments? You know, when you talk about putting in that many contests during the course of the year, inevitably a uh, category might start to fall off here or there. Like, when do you notice 
scores are starting to fall off, and then from that point, when do you decide, okay, it's time to make a change, and are they tweaks or are they kind of wholesale changes? I'm more of a, a tweak guy. I mean, as uh, the guy that cooks with me, Eric Christensen, he, uh, he, he, he sometimes likes to hide things from me because I, I like to tweak every week. <laughs> I, know, I know you shouldn't, but uh, sometimes I'll, uh, I'll, I'm always mixing something up. But uh, I, I usually, you know, I have to follow the top 10 for a couple weeks before I really make a wholesale change. And usually I won't make a wholesale change in me and just be a saucier or something. Just try to mix it up and see if it hits. But uh, for the most part, I, I'm always tweaking something. It's just, it's just who I am. So from winning KCBS Team of the Year, do you get anything out of that immediately? Is that something that you think you might be getting as the new year unfolds? Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, we've had a lot of um, great um, different product offers and companies come forth. But I think the the thing I'm most proud about is, um, and I guess we can go ahead and announce it tonight. Oh, but uh, let we're me give be you a, the DPS. Let me give you a drum roll here. We're going to be joining the BPS Elite team uh, in 2017 and going forward. Um, we just love what um, Sterling Ball has done with uh, his organization, and I think what he does with the children's charities, um, it's just it's it's a great thing. And uh, we're really excited to to join that group. I mean, we're going to have to buckle down and probably <laughs> try a little harder in uh, 17 to if we're going to do less comps to uh, keep keep uh, pace with those guys. But uh, we're really excited to be uh, joining the BPS Elite team and hopefully raise some money for our Play yeah. Smart uh, charity here in Omaha, Nebraska. How how do you find barbecue out in Omaha, Nebraska? Is that I mean, is it pretty competitive uh-huh. out there, or not so much? Um, yeah, no, I mean we got some good teams here in Nebraska. Um, there's a there's a lot of good teams, a lot of young teams that are really putting the effort in to become better. Um, we have a we have a central store. It's uh, helping you barbecue. They uh they kind of help all the local teams and they they supply them with uh, goods and they're kind of helping them uh um, get better and I think it's it, it's a, it's a growing I mean definitely has some room to grow but it is definitely getting better. Is hot grill on grill success. action out of Nebraska? Hot grill on grill action? Oh yeah, they're still here. Oh, yep. love those, those guys. guys. Great. Shout love out them. Frampton, yeah. Logan, all those guests. Love those guys. Um, yeah, they they they're a fun group. When have you ever uh, have you ever partaken in the flabongo? I have, yeah. Um, Actually, have a flabongo myself. Legend. Who says yeah. being team of the year doesn't pay off? Look at that! Wow, it's all coming together <laughs> finally. Uh, Blaine, let by me, the way, if you yeah. if you ask my wife, that no flabongo and no shots this year is kind of what turned pork your butts around. Uh, okay, so. well, <laughs> so we won't we won't talk to her then. We don't want to know about that. Uh, Blaine Hunter joining me here on the show. Blaine, let me ask you so. You know, you've said here on the show that you're you're really not overly encouraged to want to go back out and run the gauntlet of 2017. So, you know, from a high level, and it seems frustrating to me as a host, uh, I'm getting the same thing from Travis Clark a year ago. The year before that, I was, you know, getting the same thing from, um, uh, I think it was uh, Donnie Bray. Uh, but, I mean, you know, so... I love competitions. I love being the ESPN of barbecue and talking to you guys that are out there doing it because we all know I don't do it. But shouldn't there be something that KCBS puts together or or is there room for another sanctioning body that can put together some type of a more manageable professional schedule 
that doesn't require the teams to have to say, look, in order to be team of the year, we're going to have to run 39, 40, 45 contests. I mean, that's 90% of the year of weekends. It's it's an absolutely uh, daunting amount, let's say. Is there something that should be looked at in order to encourage you to be able to go out and defend and not sit here at the end of the year and tell me, go, oh, my God, there's no way that I, it was such a task. But it's got to be work, right? Otherwise, it wouldn't be competition. But to me, I think you would want to be able to to get out there and defend the title. Not saying that you don't, but, geez, it's quite a task to have to do it. Do you have any ideas? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it'd be great to go out and defend the title. And I think it'd be fun. It's just, you know, it, it is a marathon, and I think they need to get away from that 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 format. I, I think the best way to do it is just, and, and you know, I don't know, I don't know the, all the answers, but I think if they just put some type of hybrid um, um, system together, similar to like a NASCAR or uh, you know a, a golf, where they have a playoff system, where you you could you could do 20, te- 20 comps and really do well and get into the top ten, fifteen, and they do a playdown system which I think would, would make sense. I mean, it'd give everybody a fighting chance. You know, the guy doing 35 and increases odds, and then the guy doing 20 could could they sneak in there and then maybe at the end get hot and win it all. Because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it should be a marathon. I mean, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, I mean, there was a point this year that I think no one could even catch me just because there weren't enough big contests left, and I don't think that's fair. I think it needs to go all the way to the end, and I think that last contest needs to mean something. And I really wish they would come up with some type of – playoff system almost there are currently you know, early and there there are no professional sports that last from january until december that i'm aware of except for professional barbecue that 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 sounds about right yeah. and and, the, and professional barbecue is hard because it's a one-man sport traveling and a lot of physical work and it's just too much i think they need to come up with something maybe we can get some smarter guys than me together in a room and figure it out. Well, I'm not going to be able to help on that one, but we can talk about them after the fact once they get out of the room. Uh, Blaine Hunter joining me here on the show. Blaine, a quick look ahead to 2017. Have you game planned like a number of contests or where you want to start out at least next year? I uh, I got to be careful because my wife's listening. So I, I keep saying I'm only going to do three next year because she's listening. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> no, I haven't really put pen to paper. I really want to get into the stock show. I waited to the last minute and it filled up and I can't get into it now. And I'm hoping some people <laughs> might back out and I, I'm on the wait list. Um, but at this point, we're looking at hopefully um, getting into Lakeham. I mean, that, that'd be ideal for us. And then going forward, I have no idea, honestly. I think we're going to start hitting it hard, like middle April and go from there. But I, I'd like to do, I mean, if I did twenty twenty five this year, I'd be happy. I mean, if something happened and we started getting hot, maybe we would do a few more or do a few less. But I'm not going to say I, uh, I'm going to chase it again. He is, but we are we are going to we are going to try and do as many as we can to get into the King of the Smoker because I really enjoyed that. But there you go. Uh, he is Blaine Hunter, the pitmaster of Porky Butts Barbecue, and your 2016 Kansas City Barbecue Society's Team of the Year. Blaine, really enjoyed the time tonight, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. You got it. There he is. Blaine Hunter, Porky Butts Barbecue. And as he broke news here on this show, a new BPS Elite Team member as well. So, obviously, at least in the eyes of Sterling Ball, doing something well out there in the barbecue community and is now going to be able to win some money for his charity out there in Nebraska as well. So... 
Congratulations. Big news for Blaine Hunter. Porky Butts Barbecue, team of the year. Hey, the Pit Barrel Cooker, folks, is a sponsor of this show, and we thank them. If you're looking at pulling the trigger on a new cooker, it can be nerve-wracking sometimes. Temperature control, fire management, what woods to buy, who needs the hassle. Might I strongly suggest a pit barrel cooker. The versatility, folks, is all thanks to a revolutionary design that goes beyond traditional convection. Their hook-and-hang method places the food in the center of the heat. So it's acting like a stationary rotisserie. The result, great tasting. Perfectly cooked meat each and every time in the industry. We call it consistency. Of course, all barbecue folks love cooking accessories, right? The pit barrel doesn't disappoint here either. From rubs to the unique removable ash pan, the pit grips, the turkey hangers, the hinged grill grates, the new koozies, the new coffee mug, the new chimney starter built specifically, yes, for the pit barrel cooker. They listen to the customers. They write in, hey, how about this? Hey, how about this? All of a sudden, boom. What's going to work? What's going to be good? What's the quality going to be like? Yeah, that's a winner. We're going to introduce that to the product's portfolio. That's what they do. They listen. Not a big company here. That just, uh, I want to hear. Listen to the customers and then providing for those customers' wants and needs. Filling the need. Best part, you know it. $299. What? The pit barrel comes fully assembled, ready to cook on, and ships to your door for free. Not only does the cooker ship free, but with so few returns, everything they sell ships free to the lower 48 continental states each and every day. No promo or coupon code needed. Don't take my word for it, please. The folks at AmazingRibs.com give the pit barrel cooker a top 10 rating in their gold division. That's the highest rating, by the way. Not two, but three years in a row. They've said, quote, we're running out of good things to say about the simple, affordable smoker. There's nothing else like it on the market, close quote. Here's what you do. Head on over to pitbarrelcooker.com and see what everybody's talking about. Be sure to check out their full collection of short how-to videos. Then pick up one or two or a dozen for yourself, friends, and neighbors. Not only will you thank me later, so will they. If you have any questions, this is the best part. Call them, 502 228-1222 that's 502-228-1222 and yes they will actually pick up the phone and talk to you find out what great customer service is all about ask them call them right now see if i'm lying they're going to pick up the phone or visit the website pitbarrelcooker.com all right we're back with a look back at 2016 amongst other things stick around we'll be right back Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we are back at it. We are back at it. All right, this is your look back of 2016 on the show. I went to Facebook. About a week ago, and I said, hey, I'm putting together this quick review segment. What do you think? What was great? What did you like? Well, I'll tell you what people liked. They liked it when my mom called in a lot. Why is that not playing? That's bizarre. 
Okay, hold on. Never mind. I'm way off base. I skipped one. What they did like was one Dan from Wachula called in. This was the very end of last year, breaching into 2016, in case you missed it. Yeah, well, hello, this is uh, Dan from Machula. Oh, boy. Danny! Dan, uh, hold on. Let me stop the show here just for one second. Okay. Folks, for the people that are listening here, you are in for a treat. One of the most infamous callers of the show, Dan from Wachula, has made it back in. No picture, To play of the game, Dan? No picture. Sure, but geez, you made my cheeks all red. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dan. Uh, oh, Dan. <laughs> do, you, uh, do, you, do you know how the game is played? I, I, of course I know how the game is played. All right. I mean, the game I li- we're playing. I listen every Tuesday. Okay, so uh, I'm going to ask you questions, uh, words that a freshman may or may not be able to say. So uh, here we go. Let's go to word number one, Dan. Okay. Do you think a freshman in high school, Dan, can say federal, like federal government or federal agent? Federal, like federal cat or fe- federal. Right, like federal. federal. Yes, I think, I think a freshman could say federal. He said federal cat. You know, after years of hearing this, I, I believe he meant to say feral cat. Not years, but months. I think he wanted to say feral cat, and he said federal. <laughs> Give me federal. Federal. Uh-oh. No. Of course, we're right, playing so can we're, a freshman uh, say it How can that be? Well, she said federal. It's federal. You got to say well, that's it. That's okay. It's just she's adding a syllable. I know. It's love Dan. But this is how the game is played. All right. Question number two, Dan. Oh, are, you re- are you ready, Dan? All right. Here I'm, we- go- I'm ready. Uh, by the way, I yeah. like that wood look in the back. You like, is you, Dan, do you like wood? I, I- no? Okay. <laughs> Here's the next question, Dan. Or the next word, mm-hmm. I apologize. Uh, mm-hmm. Dilate, like pupils. Dilate. Yes. Okay. Let's <laughs> go to the answer. And here, if the freshman can say dilate. Dilate. Uh-oh. Dan, 0 for 2. Okay, so can we bring Meathead back on? Because I like that part where he says the size of the meat doesn't make any difference. <laughs> Dan, are you ready for the oh, third Dan. word? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dan, you got to get this. Dan, you got to get this one right in order to keep moving on. Okay. Or as you would say, keep moving up. This isn't as much fun as I thought it would be. That's what she said. The next word is caucus. Can a freshman look at <laughs> and say caucus? No. Or not. You need this one to stay alive, Dan. We will go to the pronunciation. Show me caucus. Caucus. Oh, no. Dan. That's it. Dan, you have I any? thought she said it. I think she said it okay. Play it again. Caucus. That's exactly oh. what she said. Caucus. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Dan, what do you have to say for yourself, Dan? Well, I have a lot I could say, but I, I, I would like to hear more about Meathead and his meat. Thank you, Dan. Dan always looking for meat joke. There's Dan. Everybody loves Dan on this show. Dan from Wachula. Also, uh, this was like the first Ray Lampy appearance. Ray very stern on um, some competition barbecue meats. And if you missed it, a lot of people loved this one. You had mentioned uh, kind of offhandedly that there were 
some things going on in competition barbecue right now that you don't agree with. And I was wondering if you couldn't, you know, list a couple of those out. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I, I had the pleasure of judging the Jack this year, the American Royal Invitational. You know, I, I've been out there and judged some of the top food in the country this year. It's so similar, but I just hate that everybody's doing the exact same thing. Nobody uses straight blues hog anymore, and I know there's a bunch of knockoff blues hogs, but this stuff's exceedingly sweet. I mean, some of it was just ridiculous. And the pork, I mean, what is going on with that? What the hell is all those different pieces of the pork butt that's ridiculous it all kind of tastes and feels the same there's no barbecue joint on the planet where you would get that i actually said that to darren worth one day and he said no that's not true we serve money muscle but they (laughs) roast it serve it with gravy and mashed potatoes to me it barely qualifies as barbecue maybe it doesn't why don't you just put some pork in the box how does that make it better and then the chicken the chicken's just ridiculous i'm sorry i was sitting with byron um, Bad Byron a couple a couple months ago having a couple of beers and and we were talking about it like if you take some chicken and put it in a pan full of margarine and cook it in your barbecue pit and then put a bunch of sweet goopy sauce on it and it actually goes on the grill for ten minutes is that even barbecue and I contend it may not be I would say no if I was forced to make a decision on that um, and I've been around a long time you know I know it sounds bitter I. I and I feel like I'm becoming Paul Kirk some days. I'm just a, a angry old prick, but I, but I really don't feel that way. You know, I won two barbecue contests in 2011. It's not that long ago. It's just a shame that it has somehow evolved to that because there's no rule that says you have to turn in thighs with mushy skin. There's a whole lot of judges that will talk about the bite through skin. Fuck that. It's chicken. Oh. I put chicken on my smoker. Sometimes the chicken's crispy. Sometimes it's rubbery. So what? That's what smoked chicken is like. It, it's not mushy. Wow. Ray Lampy was shot out of a cannon with that one. There's Ray Lampy. Everybody loves that. Way to go, Ray. All right, also making the list, uh, first-timer to the show back in June was Jess Pryles, the hardcore, carniv- uh, the hardcore carnivore, uh, native Australian. I went out of my way right at the top to welcome her to the show the only way I knew how, which uh, many people thought was great, which was the horrible Italian accent. If you missed that... That's what this sounded like. Jess Priles. G'day, Jess. G'day, Greg. Was that awesome or what? That was spot on. I felt like I was home. Yeah, that's a lie, by the way. That was really bad. And she, you could tell I caught her like right off guard. I was like, yeah, g'day, Jason. She's like, Whoa. dumb American doing the thing that Americans do. Making bad Australian jokes. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Well then. Anyway, you know what I'm going about. Also, in 2016, I had the brainchild of brainchilds, which was doing a barbecue radio reality TV show, which panned out about zero. It didn't happen... I wanted it to, but boy, did I ever. I did not follow up on that one. So once again, apologies to Tim's Full Belly Deli, CJ over Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue, and uh, Ryan over Backdraft Barbecue. Great idea, horrible execution. 
I own that one. I'm not even going to pretend like we're actually going to do that again because I don't want to screw up that bad again. Here's one that everybody loved. Me rapping. I did it last week. The infamous OPP rap is nowhere to be found. I didn't tag that properly. But this happened last week. Oh, yeah. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Rice and stuffing macaroni and cheese. The Santa putting gifts under Christmas trees. Decorating house and lights at night. Snow's on the ground so bright, so white. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the toe as we drink eggnog. The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Daryl. And each and every year we bought Christmas carols. Oh, my. Oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> wow. Now, that was off the top of my head. There were at least three or four speechifications that were completely incorrect. But that's all right. Also, in 2016, Chad Ward ripped off this beauty. World Food Championships bear on lockdown. Here it is, in case you missed it. Well, the problem was... I had a, a trapper that had caught me a bear. Like a real trapper. Yeah, I had a bear. I had a bear on lockdown. Bear on lockdown. Who does? I was going to use Brad Orson's from the shed's pit, and I was going to cook that bear running style. What? Hot and, fast, hot and fast for two hours. Really? I was just going to get the loin off of it, man. How big and, How big was the bear? It was like 800 pounds. <laughs> what look the trapper already had a field dressed brad had already said i could use we were gonna do it because dude think about that presentation i was gonna cut the head off that bear and and have a salmon filet in his mouth there is nothing that says surf and turf like a salmon in a bear's mouth you're damn right so little do you know this was a bogus trapper no thank god we had 30 pounds of skirt steak in the wow bogus bear trapper of course what was even worse than that is we had found out from somebody that was actually on site who shall remain nameless because rule number one of the show no names please who was with whiskey band barbecue said that that story was 100 percent false However, still one of the best stories of 2016. We'll probably pull that one for years to come. People really seem to enjoy my parents calling. I never, ever, ever had caviar growing up. What What are you talking about, Mr. Man? Uh, Mom, is this you? Of course, it's me. Now, what are you talking about? We used to have caviar four times a week. You remember we would have it when your father was out on business because he didn't like it. What are you talking about? I love the caviar. Also, you would recall cream dried beef on toast. I don't like that. I'm glad I wasn't there for that. And hamburger helper mac and cheese. You and your twin brother, you used to love it. He's got a twin brother. What? And eat it. Don't you tell these people that you don't eat caviar. You're not telling the truth. 
You're lying. Now stop it. Now, that was from when Stephen Reichlin was kind of busting my balls about not having ever had caviar. And then it continued at the top of the second hour. Listen here. Uh, don't. You need to give the people what they want. I'm happy to call in and sit in with you uh, and help your show out. I mean, come on. You're doing this eight years, son, and you're still in your basement. I don't want to give you tough love in front of your friends, but, uh, you know, you're not on the real radio. You're in your basement, whether you finished it or not. I mean, what are we doing over here? You spend all that money. You spend your father's money on that college, and where are you? In your basement talking to people. Come on, shake yourself. Get a, get yourself out there and go to work, sir. Go to work. That's all. Also, my parents, call, my mom called in on this one. You like this, bro. Greg, this is your mother calling. Uh, what's wrong with you? Get with the times, mister. You know damn well me and your father also have Snapchat. He's got it on his phone. I got it on my phone. And I'm not even going to tell you what uh, pictures we're sending and videos we're sending of each other to uh, each other. Remember, your father's still on the road. If you know what I mean, Snapchat can be an integral part. So don't snappy snap on the Snapchat, mister. I mean, forget about it. Don't snappy snap on the Snapchat. That's what mom said. Hey, moms know great. Moms know everything. All right. I told you I was going to knock it out of the park here tonight. I'm going to tag it, but we're going big time to close out the show. Everybody loves when I rap, and I've prepared something special for you. Here we go. Come on, man. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm racking my peers, putting suckers in fear. Listen to rounds, make down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom, explosions. Overpowering, over the competition, I'm towering. Record shop, when I drop these lyrics that'll make you call the cops. Don't you dare stare, you better move. Don't ever compare me to the rest of the all get sliced and diced. Competition paying the price, I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. Don't you call this a regular jam. I'm gonna rock this land. I'm gonna take this city bitty world by storm. And I'm just getting warm Just like Muhammad Ali They called him Cassius Watch me bash this beat like a skull That you know I had beef with But why do you mess with me The maniac psycho And when I pull out my jammy Get ready cause it might go blow How you like me now The river will not allow You to get with Mr. Smith or Griff Listen to my 
Sophia ship. I'm blasting, outlasting, kinda like Shaft, so you can say I'm shafted. Old English filled my mind, and I came up with a funky rhyme. I'm gonna knock you out. Yeah, I did it, ladies and gentlemen. One for the ages. I just blew my voice out. Oh, my God. All right. Gang, if you are like me, constantly trying to figure out ways to step up the barbecue and grilling game, no better or easier way than by adding a little butcher barbecue to your arsenal. Look, here I am. All of the products. Fabulous. I would... If I could just tell you, go to Butcher Barbecue, buy all of the products, and you're not going to be disappointed, I would say that. In fact, I just said it. Do that. Go to ButcherBBQ.com. Check out the sauce. Check out the rubs. Check out the injections, the merit, all the good stuff. Check it out. Buy it, then love it, then reorder and repeat. Okay? This is what I'm telling you. 2016, in my book, the year of the standardization and globalization of Butcher Barbecue Grilling Oils. This is a product that I have found to use in my everyday life now. I love the rubs. I love Everybody knows I love the sauce, no doubt about it. But if you're looking for a new, unique product to take it to the next level, here you go. Here you go. The grilling oils, three different flavors, butter, steakhouse, chipotle, okay? If you can't find a flavor that knocks your socks off, you're not trying hard enough. How about this? Have a crappy commercially made injection that you're going to throw away? Don't. Go to butcherbbq.com and click on the trade-in link, print that label off, send Dave what you have left. He'll weigh it, and then in return, he'll give you some of his products. Keeping his customers happy and his competition's customers happy. Had to think about that one. He confused me a little bit. Head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. We're back right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you've found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. All right, welcome back. The uh, reviews coming back fast and furious on the wrap. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Wow, here we go, folks. Here we go. Uh, getting ready to wrap it up for 2016. People were laughing at me. I've said it before time and time again this year. People were laughing at me in February when I said that 2016 was rapidly coming to a close. Uh, but look at where we are now. We are literally days away from 2016 being ushered out. And 2017 coming in, who knows what's going to be happening then. I can tell you this, though. We're going to have a full line of awesome shows. We're already locked and loaded for the new year. Ray Lampy will be joining us right off the bat. 
starting a new year of Ask Dr. Barbecue segments. Wow. Plus others that I can't mention right now. So here's what I want you to do. All right. If you missed the show, go back and get it in podcast. Tell everybody you know about it. I want 2017 to be the year we really press forward and get big in a small way. You know, small town, big time. That's what I want. Now, be safe this coming weekend. I want all the centralites to be back next Tuesday joining me for a new year of shows. Don't do anything stupid. Uber if you have to. Walk if you have to. Don't drive because you're drunk. Don't do that. Okay? Please promise me. You. All right. We all promise each other we'll be here back, uh, we'll be here back next Tuesday. Okay. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. I want to wish everybody a safe, happy new year. We'll see you back here Tuesday. Until then, it's your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.